Metu Netter, Volume 3, The Key to Miracles, Chapter 3, The Pout Netur, beginning on page 84, Other Trees. Given that the tree of life is nothing more than a tool for presenting the organizational structure of natural things, we should not be surprised to find many pouty or trees of life in Egypt. Throughout the pyramid scriptures is scriptures mention is made of the nine netur, the pouty of which Ra is the chief. There are nine netur netu neturu of Heru, there is mention of a double nine Neteru tree, the 18 Neteru, and a triple nine Neteru Pauti. The 27 Neteru is mentioned and made of the great Pauti and the little Pautis and so on. The little Pauti contains 11 Neteru. The Pauti of Ausar Man. There's a diagram at the top. It says, a tomb of Anu is replaced by Amen. A rectangular box with a zero next to it has the word Amen. Below that is another rectangular box with the number one. And next to that is the word Ausar. And a triangular diagram going to the right is number two rectangular box. Tehuti. Going to the left, another rectangular box with the number three, and next to that, the word Sekher. Sekher replaces Tefnut. It says, Ausar replaces Ausaris. Tehuti replaces Shu. And Neturu is the gods of the Egyptians from volume one, Wallace Budge. On page 85, there's another triangular diagram with, on the left, Hekruhuti, to the right, Ma'at, and on the bottom, Heru. Heru Kehent expands into four Ma'at, five Herukuhuti, and is replaced by six Heru, son of Ausar and Auset. Next, there's another diagram, triangular, upside down that has starting on the left Sebek to the right Het Heru and on the bottom Auset then there's a triangle a rectangular box under that with the number 10 and next to it the word Jeb G-E-B Het Heru replaces Nebet Het Sebek replaces Set by comparing the blueprint of God's makeup, the pout of Anu, with that of man's, the pout of Ausar, we are able to get a detailed picture of how God and man are equally constituted. It is not enough to say that man is made in the likeness of God. The likeness must be detailed. We saw earlier that the divine faculties Neturu or archangels of the pout of Anu are responsible for the creation and administration of the world. Similarly are the Neturu of the pout and Ausar. They are the means through which man's being is created and through which man functions in the physical and metaphysical realms in the world. 
It was said in the preface that the archangels or Neturu or deities are what psychologists refer to as the agents of the various personality types in man. Nine of them are responsible for the manifestation of man's physical differentiation out of the primordial, undifferentiated energy matter, i.e. the Neturu from Ausar to Auset are responsible for the manifestation of man from nothingness into the physical vehicle. This poise nine personalities for man. Each one manifests eight sets of talents, types of ideas, and powers. This places 72 talents or powers at man's disposal. These faculties are what is referred to in the literature as angels, thus the term archangels for their controlling faculties. Specifically, angels are the sources of talents and genius in man. The word genius comes from genie, which comes from the Persian word for angel, Dijin, D-J-I-N. Yes, it is, begins said here, that we call man's spirit is made up of archangels and man's mind is made up of angels. Psychology replaced the terms spirit, archangels, angels, etc. with talent, personalities, character, etc. and impoverish man's knowledge of his or her being. That's man's and God's being are composed of archangels and angels, which are faculties and not entities, is one of the factors that gives substance to their likeness. Yet we must note a chief difference. These faculties perform the same function for both God and man, with the difference that they are perfect in God from the moment of their creation, but must go through development in man. Each spiritual faculty is the source of a particular talent. Het Heru is the source of artistic, romantic, and sociability talent. Heruhuti is the source of material, athletic, entrepreneurial talent, and so on. As it is well known, however, talented a person may be, Nurturing is necessary to bring the talent to perfection. Nature is 10% genius and sweat the other 90. Although each talent governs a specific social institution, for example, the artistic talent targets the arts, communication talent targets writing, etc., a talent can be needed in areas not specifically tailor-made for its expression. Successful negotiation may require, in one instance, communication talent, in another, artistic talent, peaceful receptivity in another, and so forth. Viewed from the opposite end, we must note that any situation in life can serve as a means of developing any of our talents. And this is the chief reason for man's coming to earth and the purpose of the Metuneter Oracle. Man comes to earth to develop the nine divine faculties of her spirit, the nine archangels or deities or Neturu. The challenges of earthly existence provide the demand and the field for the work of development and perfection of these faculties. Viewed from this perspective, the focal point in a marriage, for example, is not to merely acquire the knowledge of the shaping factors of marriage, but the development of divine faculties that is governing the marriage of a particular person. 
Robert's marriage will demand and provide the field for him to develop his artistic and romantic talent. The archangel or deity Hanal Het Heru Oshun within his spirit, while John's marriage will do the same for the divine faculty within him that governs the ability to manage his life. A course on how to enhance your marriage through romance will be useful only to people whose marriages are destined for the development of romantic archangel, Het Heru Oshun, etc. How would you know which divine faculty within you is in charge of each area of your life? I can assure you that there are no intellectual systems that can be used. In the words of the Akan of West Africa, G. Name, only God knows. And how do you communicate with God? This is the function of legitimate oracles. It is the purpose of the Metuneter oracle because its symbols correspond to the archangels to indicate which Netter is in charge of each area in your life. Success in an area will come to the degree that you develop the faculty governing it. Implicit in this is the correction of the popular error that has caused a great deal of spiritual retardation, failures, and problems in the world. Spirituality has been falsely opposed to worldly pursuits. We saw above that the archangels are made up of admixture of heavenly and earthly shaping factors. While they appear in God's being fully formed and perfect from the moment of creation, in man they appear in the undeveloped state and must be grown, so to speak. Thus they are developed in man through spiritual and worldly education. The spiritual part is provided by spiritual means, rituals, meditation, religious instruction, etc. And the worldly part is provided by the secular errors of life, marriage, career, profession, etc. The process of developing the Neturu does not involve educating them, for they are perfect. It is a process of awakening, drawing them out and learning how to use them in the particular area of life. From this point of view, we must note that, for example, to become a successful doctor, a person must not only study medicine, but must also develop the divine faculty that is in charge of her medical career. The medical study and work provides the demand in field of development and work for the nature and provides the talent needed for success. Unlike Westerners who believe that talent is something you have by birth and otherwise you haven't it, the comedic sages knew that we are all endowed with all the talents exhibited in mankind. If a talent is not evident in a person, it is only because it is in a talent in a latent state. Can you see what the words talent and latent say of each other? Well, read readers may be acquainted with the concept of arousal or awakening of dormant or slumbering powers or the God within the literature of spirituality. The key to understanding this principle and applying it in daily life lies in the knowledge that the divine faculties that we call deities or archangels or neturu are of a heavenly earthly nature. It is the failure to understand that this has polarize many into a spiritual pursuit that ignores 
or depreciates worldly pursuits on one hand, while on the other, many have polarized themselves into a quest for worldly success without nurturing the spiritual side of life. Ha! You may have thought that I have blundered as you point out the many that have succeeded in their worldly goals even though they neglected or violated spiritual truths. Such a view is narrow-minded and superficial. A healthy soul wants success not just for himself, but for the family, the nation, the world, his generation, and for those to come. Your worldly success can count as success only if it contributes to the well-being of others and will not take and will not talk at this point of the karmic reflexes that will follow in a future incarnation. Finally, we must take note of the fact that some people manage to intuitively learn the spiritual laws embedded in their divine faculties and manage thus to live in a spiritual way without a certain degree of spiritual training. The Guardian Angels The notion that everyone is accompanied through life by two angels is a popular one. One angel, we are told, sits on the left side, the sinistera or sinister side, and tries to influence us to sin while the other sits on the right side and tries to guide us to do the right thing. This is one of those profound truths that have been butchered out of recognition. The left and right sides correspond to the left and right hemispheres of the brain, breaking the whole into parts and losing the connections between them. The left hemisphere in the immature man becomes the source of the selfishness and all problems in life. This is the brain that gives us a medical system that can disconnect nutrition from healing, that gives us a science that can be disconnected from God, that can make women lesser than men and some races of men lesser than their own and so on. I say that this is part of the brain, that this part of the brain causes problems in the undeveloped man because its functions is essential to correct thinking. The right hemisphere, on the other hand, processes reality by focusing on the shaping factors of wholeness. It gives us a holistic medical systems, the tree of life, etc. This does not mean that there are no guardian angels. A guardian angel is none other than the archangel, the netur, that is in charge of your life as a whole and the neturu that are in charge of the various areas of your life. The message that they give to you will be possessed by your left and right side according to which part of your brain is dominant and your level of spiritual development. In some cases, you can tell which neturu are guiding you from your talents. In other cases, you will need to be informed by the metu netur oracle. The knowledge of which divine faculty is in charge of a specific area in your life is extremely powerful. It allows you to fully develop the talent that you will be needed to succeed. Generally seeking the material, Netur Herukahuti governs law enforcement, use of weapons, force, etc. Het Heru, the Netur of social life, governed the career of a patrolman who was my spiritual student. By actively cultivating this archangel, he was able to diffuse countless situations in which he may otherwise have been forced to use his gun. Thus, after 20 years of patrolling a high-crime housing project, he retired never having to touch his gun. 
Not only did the nature guide his thinking, it guided his feelings, demeanor, and the circumstances that he found himself given that it is also composed of earthly forces. These earthly forces also worked on the psyche of the people to assist in keeping things calm, cool, and friendly, personality traits of nature. Here ends the reading of chapter 3.